Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy Bill Krushak's transplant was a success Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. 1991's <laughs> Body Parts. Yeah! <laughs> uh, but before we get into that. Yeah. Are you a little parched, sweetie? I am feeling parched. We have some special beers, don't we? That we do. Mm. Uh Courtesy of delivery from Hopsy. Yeah, so Hopsy is this new company that uh, makes beers. Um, at, well, no, they don't make beer. They deliver beer. It is a beer delivery service. Uh, and we had a coupon from Untapped for $20 for four 32-ounce growlers. And we went, hell, we can do that. Indeed. Yeah, so what's the first beer we got? Uh, first up comes from Old Can Beer in Oakland, California. It's their Old Can Dark Ale. Ooh. And <laughs> you want a little Old Can, Steve? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little Old Bud. Here we go. Oop, oop. Ooh, it's up. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's a pretty beer. It is pretty. Got a nice uh, khaki-colored khaki colored head <laughs> on it. This is a nice brown beer, nice and dark. Mmm. Smells very roasty off the top. It's yeah. a nice dark chestnut kind of a color. Like mm -hmm. it's a little bit of ruby highlights and stuff when I hold it to the light. But uh, Ooh, lots of roasty it? flavors on that. I'm just sucking some head right now, but mm. yeah, nice and roasty. Steve's going in for the sip. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got a little roast, like a little bit of a, like, toasty notes. Mm. Yeah, this is toastier. and... Toastier than I would normally expect out of a, a dark ale. This is kind of like a light-colored uh, stout, really. Yeah. But I am down. This is good. It yeah, definitely, and uh, 4.5 ABV, so you can really drink it all day. It's like a yeah. nice, uh, like a dark mild. Old uh, all day drinking beer. Mm -hmm. I'm in. All right, Steve, some body parts. Body parts. <laughs> From director Eric Red. Eric the Red. Who has uh, directed this in some TV movies, uh, but he was also the writer of uh, The Hitcher. Um, you know, the, the C. Thomas Howell. Yeah. Uh, Hitchhiking one back in the day with Rucker Hauer. Uh, he also wrote uh, Near Dark. The Bill Paxton vampire western one. I have not seen this movie. I haven't either. Um, and Blue Steel, which had Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, was directed by Catherine Bigelow back in the early 90s. You know, I haven't seen that either. Yeah. but So, yeah, pretty accomplished writer. But this was really his, uh, his peak as far as directing. And, of course, starring <laughs> the great Jeff Fahey. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I will watch anything with Jeff Fahey, even though he is super creepy looking. 
It's, it's those eyes. I don't like guys with dark hair and light eyes. It freaks I, me the fuck out. I know. I, I'm waiting for the movie where he plays Elijah Wood's dad. <laughs> and I won't watch it. I know. Period. It's, it's unfortunate. Uh, for those of you out in podcast land, I have an irrational fear of Elijah Wood. I realize it's completely irrational. I've heard he's a very nice guy, but he's scary as fuck. There you go. And also stars Kim Delaney as his wife. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lindsay Duncan as Dr. Agatha Webb. And two of the creepiest fucking little kids I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> Those kids are kind of creepy. His kids are creepy. <laughs> uh, were they like Samantha and Bill? He's uh, Bill. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's Bill. Yeah. Uh, Donnie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Samantha. <laughs> Sam and Samantha. We'll go with that. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we start off. Uh, first off, the opening credits have like this... I mean, pretty menacing, like, exorcist-type oh, yeah. music. Like, it's, Definitely. It's pretty dark. And it's, like, very dark and bloody-looking. Yeah, it's, like, the uh, things from, like, a, a medical school book, where it's, like, all the little, muscles like, red and red layover on them. Yeah, well, <laughs> and honestly, I remember one of the shots, it's, like, showing, like, a weird pose of, like, the head, like, back, like, it's getting sprayed with water and trying yeah. to turn away from it, and it has all the letters on it, and I'm like... And the victim was found with letters all through over his corpse, <laughs> skinned alive. It's like the alphabet yeah. predator. <laughs> he was fleeing. <laughs> uh, then we start with uh, criminal psychologist uh, Dr. Bill Krushenk, played by Jeff Fahey's interviewing uh, a death row inmate. Uh, named Ray, I think it was. I think um, so. Ray wants the doctor to help him. Yeah. Fix him. Played by a, a great character actor, Paul Ben Victor. Um, he fucking know, owns this role. He really, he's probably the best actor in this movie. <laughs> well, that, I mean, they're all pretty good. It's just, but he actually... Nobody's mailing it in, but he definitely, you can tell he's more of an actor than most of the people in this movie. Like, everybody's trying really hard, but some people's best is better than others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, basically we find out early and often that, um, uh, basically Dr. Krushank is probably the worst psychologist the in the world. The worst. Worst. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fun, uh, like the next scene he's like, uh, they're having pillow talk basically with his wife, you know, they're sitting in bed and he's like, I just want to help one person. If I could just help one person, it's like. Um, hopefully is... this is like a daily thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you should be helping a lot of people. That's that's why you do what you do. <laughs> He's like, damn it, I've gotten by on my looks thus far, and I just really want to help somebody with what I've learned. Well, now see, here's the thing. When you work exclusively with death row inmates, does anybody oh, really yeah. recognize your results? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I feel like we made great success. They're finally going to give you the death penalty. Right. <laughs> Damn it, he was going to write me a letter of recommendation. <laughs> so, Dr. Fahey, I have none of your old patients to interview, but I hear you're the best. <laughs> uh, we also find out he's uh, not one of the better fathers in the world either. At least to his son. <laughs> he's kind of a dick. He is, yeah. To be fair, I feel like his son is also a dick. Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit of that. But, but it's just that little scene, like, before we even get to know anybody, he's like, oh, let's walk your father to work, blah, blah, you know, to the front door. And yeah. he's like, hey, kissing his wife, kissing his daughter, right. dunks his son in the fucking forehead. Right? He's like, oh, my sweet wife. Oh, my sweet baby girl. Shithead. <laughs> so long, sucker. <laughs> 
to be fair, honey, when you were that age, he's what, eight, nine, that little boy? Yeah, yeah. Would you have rather been kissed by your father or donked on the head? Uh, probably donked on the head. Yeah. <laughs> you have a little elbow bump, bam. So maybe he's actually <laughs> the best father because he's respecting his son's wishes in space. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, so then he's driving down the freeway, uh, <laughs> talking to his tape recorder, you know, taking notes, and he does a lot of just spouting his thoughts into a recorder like, he's oh, yeah. really pretentious yeah that's pretty bad um and then he notices the car in front of him uh his into rear driver's side tire has a donut right. it's like oh. the next lane over yeah 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 sorry yeah the back wheel is wobbling and he's watching it and he's getting distracted like he's talking into his tape recorder mm-hmm. but he's he's getting distracted but for by for somebody who's so upset by this wheel wobbling he does not slow his pace. He doesn't change lanes. He does no, no defensive maneuvers. Yeah, even when the uh, wheel pops off there for a while, he's just like gunning it. There's like a good three <laughs> Mississippi before it hits his grill, before yeah. he does anything. And then he swerves all over the road, slams to a stop. Whew, he missed it. And then he hears behind him. Yeah, the good old engine brakes on a semi. <laughs> and, and then he was not wearing his seatbelt. Apparently not. And he got forcibly launched through the windshield. <laughs> through the windshield, like into the next Over car. Over the car in front oh, yes, of right. him. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is a horribly gruesome accident. Yeah. Um, By the way, he survives this. <laughs> oh, he sure does. Wow. His... Aside from his arm, he is surprisingly unscathed. He also has that, like, chin wound that oh, apparently okay. never heals. Yeah, the, the one on his, like, lip or whatever. Yeah. It looks like a herpes sore or something. Yeah. yeah. That that kind of comes and goes so, later Steve, in the movie. You you had a pretty major accident in your youth, correct? Oh, I did, yes. Were you launched through the window of your car? I was not. Do you still have scars from said accident? I sure do. <laughs> I still have pieces of glass in me in some places. <laughs> Do you think he should have had more scars than just the arm that got replaced? Yes. Okay, that kind of leads into my next question. Yes. How long was he in rehab? Oh. What is the time frame of this movie? All of this movie. So this is a yeah. major, major problem with this movie is it's really confusing as to what the time frame is. Like... I don't know if he was in rehab for an hour. I don't know if he was in rehab for nine and a half months. I mean, I mean, there's a montage, but it's like, okay, was Even it like Rocky a got month? A montage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it like for a month? Was it three months? Was his it... scarring is completely ill. So we we skipped over. We yada yada. Oh, yeah, the yeah. most crucial point of this indeed, movie. Indeed. There's a, the doctor who's attending to him. She wants to. She's doing a uh, experimental procedure where she's going to lop off the arm of a convict, we find out later, and uh, put it on on the doctor here. And the doctor has a uh, crazy fever dream of watching the convict lose his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he has, he has somebody else's arm. And True. at this point, he doesn't know who it is. Yeah, but he does. But he does notice that when he when the surgery was going down, there was a lot of people with shotguns in the surgery room. The the guy is <laughs> dressed in full scrubs with yeah. face masks and shotguns. Not gonna lie, I don't know why I fucking loved that. Yeah, that was just a very cool. That was a very cool scene. I will give it that. I enjoyed it. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So this is what I'm gonna give this movie. I'm gonna go ahead and pause here. 
This movie is not a bad movie. No, no. This was featured on a big podcast that tends to do mostly bad movies. This is not a bad movie. This is a fucking ridiculous movie. Yeah. 100% fucking ridiculous, but this is not a bad movie. Indeed, yeah. It is very well executed for the ridiculous premise that it's based upon. Absolutely. And I have to say the makeup is surprisingly good throughout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do actually believe that people have wounds and have had surgeries. Now... Oh, I was gonna say the 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 one though the uh, the guy with the legs later, but we'll we'll, we'll get to him. That's more the placement of <laughs> certain apparatus, not necessarily the makeup job. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so yeah, we get the training montage, and it's I don't know a month to three years later. Um, His scarring is like completely healed from like massive surgery, so I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and guess it's like three months. Yeah, that sounds good. And then he's immediately, uh, upon leaving the hospital, there's a swarm of reporters asking him some of the most ridiculous fucking questions. How's it going to affect questions. your love life, your sex yeah. life? Yeah. <laughs> How's it feel having somebody else's arm? How's it going to affect your sex life? Like, what, what is this? Fucking Hopefully inquire? it will only please my wife more. Yeah, right? <laughs> Which, <laughs> much like Spoiler face alert. off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then he explains to the kids, like, oh, I've been gone for a while, as you know. Do I know. You, we met you... the other, we met our other daddy while you were gone. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Oh. Well, Mommy's do, friend. Do you have any questions for me? How come Uncle Russ's dog is bigger than yours? Russ. Son yeah, of Yeah, Mommy's other bro- boyfriend. Mm, I'm gonna talk to Russ. <laughs> no, wait, that wasn't this movie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, we're like, no, no questions. We uh, we got the gist of it. <laughs> it's kind of gross, Dad. Will you yeah. put that thing away? Those <laughs> kids are very uninterested in their dad getting a brand new arm, which I feel like is actually one of the most realistic parts of this movie. <laughs> it's like, because just like, yeah, Dad, you were in the hospital. We get it. Can we go play? Yeah. So while you were in the hospital, Christmas came and went. Um... You missed my birthday, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's about this time uh, when he's sleeping, he starts getting these weird dreams and flashbacks no, and no. little fits of rage. And, and <laughs> He sees people being murdered and people's necks being snapped and police officers being shot and skulls. Yeah. So many skulls. So brutal. <laughs> he also um, makes love to his wife. Yeah, he does. Who enjoys his new hand. Indeed. For a really long period of time. That scene, I feel like, goes on really long. It's like a two minutes, maybe. Which it's is kind of longer than it need to be. Like, we got the gist of it, right? Did we? Although, I have to say, <laughs> Steve did not get his gratuitous boobies. I did not. I was very disappointed. And I was hoping to see Kim Delaney. Yeah, I mean, you, you, do, you did get some, uh, some, some back crack. Well, eh, a little bit. But she crawled on top. Well, yeah. Yeah. But we'll place blanket. You know what? We're not here to talk about that. Um, <laughs> it's in our theme song, right? It, it sure is. It is in our theme song. By the way, our award show is coming up for our first 95 episodes or so. <laughs> There's going to be some great awards given out, Woo! including most gratuitous boobies. That's going to be a tough category because there have been a lot of gratuitous There's movies. a lot of great nominees from our first episodes. <laughs> uh, but more on that later. Uh, so it's about this time that uh, Dr. Krushank, uh meets up with Ray, the convict guy, again for another interview. Yeah. Um, and the, Ray's like, there's something different about you. I can't quite figure out what And he is. doesn't trust him because he's got a new arm. Yeah. And so he like, and holds the, out And the his... doctor says, I need your complete trust. So he puts out the new arm. Touch, touch my hand. 
and Ray, with the handcuffs on, gently grasps his hand, flips his arm over, and there's a tattoo nobody's ever noticed before on his wrist. Yep. That says Striker. Striker. They only give those to the coldest, <laughs> low-down murderers in well, this place. They only give those out on death row because he also has That's one. That's right. Yeah. And then he goes, no, get away from me, no, no. Which I'm like, dude, you have the tattoo. How freaked out can you possibly be? Yeah, so then... <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what's after that. Uh, oh, then he goes and talks to uh, the doctor to find out where he got the arm Where did from. my arm Oh, no, no, from? he runs the prints at the police that's station. That's right, and they just run the thumbprint. They didn't check all of them because that's how you run prints. Yeah, and of course it was a death row inmate that like killed 20 people. Yeah, including was, some officers and yeah. was executed the same day dun, dun, as the dun. accident. Yeah. So then he goes to the doctor and and tells her, I don't know, I think I think this arm's telling me to do things. And of course, the real doctor is like, wait, you should talk to a psychiatrist because you sound fucking insane right now. Yeah. And she, and he's she like, cut it off me. And he, she's just like, I would rather see you die. <laughs> <laughs> That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> I'm getting a Nobel fucking prize for this. Yeah. And that's also when uh, he finds out that there are other people that have received body parts from the same inmate guy. Oh, so how does he... Do you remember how he found that out? He followed the doctor... Mm-hmm. Down the hall, and down the hallway, and, and sees a guy who has files. a double leg transplant, yeah. and everybody's files were hanging on his door. <laughs> yeah, yep, including random guy who was released eight months ago, possibly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Again, so there's like not a, so solid in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So there was a huge. Uh, so all the press was there to see this psychologist get released with his arm transplant. Mm-hmm. There's also, it turns out, another guy with an arm transplant. He's got the other arm. That should have been as big a fucking news, right? Uh, absolutely. But nobody knows who that guy is. Also, that guy happens to be now a famous painter, we find no out. Oh shit. $250,000 in the last three weeks. Honey. And he's still living I'm in a shithole studio. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's, you know how hard it is to find a lease? Yeah. No. And then there's also a guy who got a double leg transplant. Is that the fucking biggest story of the year? Pretty Double much. leg transplant? And then the guy's going to be playing basketball here in a minute? Yeah, like three days, possibly, after... Is he... it three days or is it three months, though? Uh, three days. Because when we first see him, <laughs> he can barely walk. Like, he looks like a guy who's in rehab for... You know, not being able to use his legs. Double leg amputation, yeah. And then the next time we see him, he is owning the basketball court. Yeah. Yeah, and and then he goes and visits uh, the guy that got the other arm, played by Brad Dourif. Yeah, uh, who is doing his best Jack Nicholson impression. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Brad Dourif's always good in, like, these creepy role movies. I I love it. Whether it's, like, Exorcist 3 or... Oh yeah, yeah he, even, he's even great the at, Chucky movie, the first one, Child's Play, or whatever. He's great at playing an off-putting character. Like he's not evil, but he's definitely off-putting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and then like after meeting the arts guys, when he basically follows the double leg amputee or uh, well, you forgot to point out too, guy. the painter is painting the visions that oh, the doctor yeah, is yeah. seeing. And the doctor kind of gets mad at him. Is like, this is, these aren't your thoughts. These are the thoughts of the killer. He killed 22 people. This is when he snapped her neck. And this is when he killed those cops. And the painter's like, fuck you, man. Everybody thinks they're a fucking artist. If you think you can do it, you do it. Get the fuck out of my studio. Yeah, right. As he should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, what was the line uh, the artist guy said uh, that we thought was so fucking weird? He's like, 
I'm a ten year old boy waving the old red, white, and blue. Oh, no, yeah, no, he's, he, like, he's like, uh, it was his version of like I'm a kid in a candy shop. He's like, I'm a kid on a stray corner, wait, flying a red, white, and blue kite. You get yeah. me? Yeah. And she's like, no, no, actually, I'm completely lost now. You I, were saying how you were on top of the world, and then you use that fucking weird analogy. Is it an analogy? Is it a simile? I don't really know. <laughs> and then after that, uh, the doctor's having a little bit of an inner monologue, kind of going over his thoughts for oh, the day, writing them down. Monologues. And then his wife comes around the corner and basically scares the shit out of him. Yeah. He's like, ah, why, why, why would and, you do that? And he's just ah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And yeah. she's like, I'm sorry, I'm getting ready for your staff dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck you, man. By the way, he is an ass to his wife. He really kind of is. Yeah. And that's even before he uh, tries to choke her out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Hey, it works for some. Anyway. He, he just wants to do the funky Spider-Man with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old stroking joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we're introduced to the uh, Jamaican detective. Um, <laughs> Barbados detective? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? His name is like Detective Sawchuck or Sawchuck yeah, or something. Sawchuck. Yeah, was... I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. You keep talking. All right, but yeah, so we're introduced to him. He's just kind of like, "Hey, so tell me about this uh, murderer guy I got the arm from." And he's like, "Ah, oh, he's a real bastard and killed five of my favorite guys." And blah 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 blah. I'm going to be watching you, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he goes home, and uh, his son surprises him. They start wrestling a little bit. He's having a good old yeah. time. Until the son drops on him from the top turnbuckle of the chair, and then just gets backhanded <laughs> which by the way that was a dick move of the kids oh, so. of course yeah, kids take it too far i mean yeah i'm not saying the kid didn't deserve to be backhanded <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i understand that's <laughs> uh there's uh this this night when uh He's sleeping, his wife is sleeping, but the arm isn't sleeping, and slowly goes up his wife, giggity, and then right around her neck. And then, of course, she wakes up and was able to throw him away, and he's like, what? What's going on? What's going on? Like, you're trying to choke me? You get the fuck out of my house right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's Detective Sawchuck, Uh played by Zake Smokai. Born in Johannesburg, South Africa. Ah. Oh, he passed away in 2009. Oh. In Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> at oh. age 75. He was oh. born in 1934. Yeah, damn. So he was 58 or something like that? Yeah. Damn. Black don't crack. Oh, shit. All right. So he was in Waterworld, Outbreak, and Serpent and the Rainbow. Ah. So he's All a legitimate right. actor. There you go. Well, <laughs> Waterworld. Now he was again. in Monk, The West Wing, Oz, the TV show, Kipakeme, Jada. Okay, he's probably one of the other guys with uh, Atawale. Okay, uh, so back <laughs> on this movie. Um, oh, it, and he goes back to the the doctor again. Is like, no, seriously, take my arm off. And she's like, no. I will have you committed before I undo what I did. Can't you see this arm is killing me? <laughs> Actual line from the movie. Uh... <laughs> uh, so he decides the best way to take care of this is to, oh, because he's living in a motel and he's feeling mm-hmm. isolated from people. So he decides to go drinking with his other transplant buddies. Well, they're his only friends, as far as I can tell, because I think Jeff Fahey's actually a sociopath. Possibly. Possibly. 
Does he have any other friends? Not in this movie. Does his wife even really like him? Uh, she's she's on the fence. Especially after the choking fest. Right? He beats his kids? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then drunk ramblings about where is where did you find evil? Is it in the soul? Is it's it in, in the, the heart. mind? Is it in the heart? Is it in the flesh? If there's anything I've learned from movies, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the hair. I watched The Simpsons. That's right. <laughs> it's in Snake's hair specifically. Yeah. He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, some guy at the bar is like, hey, ain't you that doctor from TV with arm? You're a fucking freak. Let me see it. Let me see it, freak <laughs> arm. Out. Whip it <laughs> uh, that leads to a bar fight where, where the arm does the some beating. He beats down like seven dudes, right? Including leg transplant guy. Yeah, yeah, that was more accidental, but yeah. Yeah, but then he gets a good kick in the chest. Yeah, he does. Nice little drop kick. And uh, our per, our detective, Detective Sachuk, happens to be right outside. Yeah, the. the the bartender literally like picks up the phone. Hello, you send the police in a photo here at Zappy's Bar, wherever the fuck it was called. Three seconds later, there's eight cops there. I'm like, have they been outside the whole time, or were so, they getting coffee? So this is my theory on that. Ooh, my okay. theory is, so he goes to see the detective. Well, first he runs his own prints, which, even if you're friends with a police officer, is gonna make a police officer Sus- a little suspicious. Yeah, yeah. So he's on their radar. He then goes and talks to. Uh, Detective Sawcheck. Yeah. So probably between those two interactions, they're like, "Hey, let's keep an eye on this guy." Yeah. He. Oh, and know, the wife probably calls. He and... goes and he has a couple of fairly aggressive incidents with the do- with the doctor. Yeah. So perhaps she said like, "Hey, keep an eye on this guy," and they're like, "Oh, we already are." He assaults his child and then tries to choke his wife out. So perhaps they gave him a call and went, "Hey." She gives them a call and goes, hey, keep an eye on him. He's acting suspiciously. So my theory and, is and they're the transplant him. buddies, too, because he's been yeah. following him around. He's like, yeah, he's saying he wants to meet at a bar for drinks. I don't swing that way, but in case he tries yeah. anything crazy, you guys want to be My close? theory is Sawchuck's keeping some eyes on him, and that's how come Sawchuck shows up for a bar incident. Yeah. And they show up so quickly. It's just like, all right, we're keeping an eye on it. They're sitting out there. They get the APB like, hey, we need a unit over at Zappy's Bar. And it's like, all right, we're actually already here. I think I know what this is about. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so that incident happens. And then we fast forward unknown amount of time. I, I assume uh, the doctor got a little slap on the wrist like, hey, don't do it again. Thanks for showing me your right privilege card or something. But yeah. then uh, the next scene is a leg, leg transplant guy. Uh, he's like struggling to like get down the hall. Like something's really wrong. He's going wrong. upstairs, and he's got a yeah. bag of groceries. So it's still nighttime, and he gets up to his apartment. It's still nighttime, which is partially what makes it really unclear. I don't think it's the same night because no. it doesn't appear to be as late as it was. Although we don't really know. He's got a bag of groceries. Most drunk guys don't go do a celery run before. No. Because there's the big thing of celery sticking out the top. Yeah, of course. And, so a, and, a, and a baguette. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, single dude needs celery and baguette. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, uh, and then he decides to call Fahey and goes like, hey, dude, what's up? Yeah, my legs are aching a little bit. Just want to make sure you were cool. You know, whatever, dude. And then there's noise in the other room, like somebody broke through the door. So he goes to investigate. And, and that's the other thing like it's on Fahey's voicemail and he's just letting it go to voicemail and then you find out he's sitting there the whole time once the other noises start happening he's like what oh hello Mark Mark you okay what's going on Mark <laughs> and then he starts heading over there yeah finds the door 
<laughs> basically broken off the down. hinges. Yeah, yeah. He touches it and it falls inward. <laughs> and also, no neighbors in this place. No neighbors. Yeah, that, that was that was the weird part. I thought. But. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then he calls the cop. Oh, and he looks around the apartment. Touches everything. Touches everything. Fucking everything. Turns on the light in the bedroom and... Dun, dun, dun. Lieutenant Mark ain't got no legs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, his like the, uh, the basketball playing double A big amputee is dead and his legs have been ripped off. So what is Fahey's first call? To the cops. To his wife. Oh, to his wife. Yeah, that's right. To grab the kids and I get out of there. To and... go to your mother's. Don't ask any questions. Just go now. Yeah. And then he calls the cops over. They're investigating. And, of course, Detective Sawchuck is like, all right, so you just showed up and the guy was here with no legs. So you guys and... got in a bar fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's dead. And ago. you're the guy who found him. Yeah. And he's like, uh, We're just he... going to go ahead and take you downtown. Well, that's the best part. The thing yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, something like that. Do you have any more questions? Like, yes, yes, of course I do. A lot of them. Let's let's do this downtown. You, sh- <laughs> Fahey could not be acting shadier. No, really couldn't. Uh, so then, uh, oh, let's see, what's after that? Oh, that's right. We go back to uh, the artist Remo, <laughs> Remo, Remo Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> go back to his studio apartment, and uh, he's hearing noises around, like someone broke in. Oh, he's covered and... in something red. Yeah, he's uh, working behind a c- lidded curtain, and there's red spatters everywhere. He's painting. He's indeed. fucking painting. He's painting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's hears noises. He's going around the apartment. You know, there's big, po- uh, big pictures everywhere, and so giant he's paintings. Giant he finds paintings. his back door open, dun, and he's in a bad neighborhood, dun, so he closes it shut. And then he looks up at the painting dun, he's been doing of the killer. Dun, dun, and he decides he's got to start adding some red paint on that arm that he's currently wearing. He's wearing an arm, by the way. Yeah, he's wearing right. That's attached to him. His amputee arm. And he plays the red paint. When suddenly... Oh, uh, I guess this is my part. Someone grabs his arm. And then smash cut, to, out a <laughs> smash cut to him out a window hanging over the side. And then uh, the guy grabs his arm again to help him up. Nope, just a part of him. Left arm rips right out of the socket and the uh, body goes flailing down. That is the grossest scene. It is By fantastic. the way, he is falling just in time for oh. Sergeant Sawchuck. And Whip it around the corner. Come around the corner and he crashes through the windshield. <laughs> Fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> like so, I said, not a bad movie. Over the top ridiculous. Yeah. Not a bad movie. Yeah, so then uh Sawchuck and Krychek or Krushank, whatever the <laughs> uh, Yeah, right. <laughs> Krychek the Night Stalker there. Uh... <laughs> That's Kolchak, but okay. Krychek's from the X Files. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you saying Kojak? No, Who loves you, baby? Yeah. <laughs> I like Crycheck the Night Stalker. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it was vampires. <laughs> anyway. uh, so yeah, they're there at yet another crime scene. And it's at this point, Detective Sawchuck's like, all right, I'm not letting you out of my sight. No, that's when he says, I'll protect you. Yeah. And Faye, he's like, you can't protect me. I'm, I'm next. <laughs> I'm next. And so they're uh, driving back, I assume, to the police station and be a protective custody and mm-hmm. all that stuff. They're at a red light. Faye's 
smoking a cigarette, leans his arm out the window. Another car pulls <sighs> up. Pretty easy peasy until you realize there's somebody with a neck brace in that car and handcuffs. And he throws handcuffs, handcuffs his arm to Fahey's arm, yeah. and then just starts driving the fuck off. It's a good thing uh, Sawchuck is a good driver. Yeah. By the way, I have to say, the, the shots of the two cars driving side by side, quite impressive. Yeah. Some good stunt driving in this. Yeah, real, real good. And so, yeah, they're just driving down the, they, the wrong way. They're going the wrong the way road. down the road. I don't know yeah. why they didn't just go back on the right way, but, you know. Yeah, Drama. And, and, and probably my favorite part of that is when uh, uh, the doctor is like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Wait, 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 wait. Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. <laughs> he's, he's driving the other car and I'm still attached to him. Right? Yeah, that was a good scene. That was good. Nope. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of tense moments. And then they, he just in the nick of time, is able to grab the detective's gun, take aim, and... Shoot the handcuffs so they can yeah. pull his arms in before they hit a wall. Why do I feel like if you shot real police handcuffs, they wouldn't come apart like they do in movies? Uh, they probably not. At least not with quite the success rate. Yeah, there's like a thousand percent success rate. Then there also be like a little bit of like uh, shrapnel from the link or whatever that's broken that might, you know, hit you. Yeah, or the bullet. Or the bullet, you know, or... depending on the angle. It'd be like yeah. shoot the other guy in the leg or something. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit, sorry, it should have been straight down. Uh, but yeah, so then they're free, and then the police car spins out. Um, yeah, I don't know why Sawchuck did that, Yeah, whatever. I, yeah, whatever. So he gets out, takes a couple shots of the other car as it drives away, throws down his hat, leaving just enough time for a doctor to do a little Grand Theft Auto on a police car. Right? And uh, chase after. <laughs> yeah. Poor Sawchuck. Just left him in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right? He's got to explain how a guy with one arm, basically... The one-armed man stole my car! Stole his police car. Uh, oh. oh, oh! but then uh, the car driving away, driven by uh, this murderer guy in the neck brace, yeah. it just randomly spins the fuck out. because oh, his tire blows. Yeah, yeah, the tire blows, starts spinning for a good 20 <gasps> seconds, slams into another car, and then fucking explodes both cars burst into flames it is you know i mean that's what happens when you use like nitrous for your your entire fuel source yeah oh my god it's crazy uh and so he has to desperately grab the the dismembered arm off the uh the the dashboard he's gonna get the legs out of the back (laughs) he starts hobbling out this the the door the car explodes again he gets stuck to his knees and there, standing over him the doctor Dr. Webb, Dr. the lady Webb. doctor. Dun, dun, dun. Now, their relationship, they seem quite close, correct? Yeah. On another very popular podcast who did this movie. I know this guy made. <laughs> they, they were talking about how it very much seems like they're a lo- it's a lover situation. Yeah. Which is, I definitely got that vibe. Yeah. Apparently, like, somebody looked it up and in the script, their mother and son. Yeah. This is a really way too close situation. Yeah, well, you know. Are you talking age-wise or, like, the way they touch each other? The way other? they touch and interact. They, they don't really touch, though. No, but just, I don't know, the... I don't know. The mannerisms? The, the mannerisms and, yeah, just the, the projection is too romantic. All I don't right. know. If yeah. your mom treat like treated you that way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, if I, my mom treated you that way. Yeah, it'd be a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I get you. Uh, so then basically, uh, oh my gosh, Fahey figures out that they're at the hospital and Dr. Webb's behind it and all that. So he goes back a little six shooter and basically he wants answers and um, apparently there's nobody else in this hospital except for Dr. Webb, uh, an anesthesiologist, um, a serial killer, a serial killer and Dr. Krushank or whatever his name and is. And his body parts. Oh my God. Yes. In a giant fish tank, basically. Yes, on uh, respirators and all that stuff, so yes. the torso is like convulsing. And, yeah, uh, and uh, the urine bag that's yes. attached to the torso. Yes, yes, yes. It's yeah. pretty fantastic. Even without his head, he's catheterized, honey. Mm. Yeah. Hasn't he served his time for his 20 murders? <laughs> <laughs> he's been catheterized for anywhere from a week to eight months. We're not really sure the time frame on this movie. <laughs> <And> again. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, there's the final fight mm. where uh, the doctor seems to have the yeah. the jump on the other doctor, but then he gets clocked from behind ah. by the killer in the shotgun, and then he wakes up to find out he's strapped down, anesthesiologist trying no. to put him out, and then he just rips through the restraints yeah. and beats the shit out of people, <laughs> snaps uh, the bad guy's neck, yeah. uh, but he still like comes to to grab the gun and accidentally shoot Doctor oh, Webb, no. and, and there's a phone call in the middle or nine one one. I need Detective Sawchuck. Two seconds later, who is it, man? <laughs> wait, wait. How did he get there? Yeah. He didn't have a vehicle. I assume he hitched a ride or took a taxi or something. A commandeered a vehicle. It may be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so basically it ends with uh, Head Canoe. And, uh, head Canoe! Steve's favorite ending to movies. Head <laughs> really? Canoe. Best Head Canoe? No. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> we have a new category. Uh, so then we fast forward to, again, I don't know, two days, three weeks later, and everything's back to normal, <laughs> and the doctor's finishing his memoirs or something. Uh, he's talking again about, well, is evil in the soul, or is it in the flesh, as I believe? Well, the arm's mine now, Charlie. Suck a dick. Basically, since I killed you, I haven't had any of the urges to kill. Yeah. By the way, worst psychologist ever. Right? Worst. Yeah. And then the longest, like, oh, just yeah. the very end of this movie is him and his wife sitting under a tree at the park just Staring watching people. Staring at nothing. And it just stays on them for like five and a half minutes it's <laughs> yeah, it's like a it was like two solid minutes but it seemed a lot the tom longer. selleck movie with the uh, robots runaway they, it's like the ending of runaway where they're kissing for like five minutes with just the sparklers going yeah, behind them. Yeah. but it's like okay this has now gone on way too long uh so yeah roll credits body parts Woo! can't wait for the sequel yeah <laughs> his wife uh, goes blind and needs to get the eyes of a serial killer the eyes of a killer i like it <laughs> Wait, hold that thought. We'll get to it. Uh, but first, a moment uh, to hear from our sponsors, and uh, we'll come back with some fun facts and, and more your beer. questions. And of course, more beer, because it's been a while. <laughs> more beer. And then uh, questions. But beer. <laughs> but first, these messages. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? 
Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh, <laughs> did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I, I am so Dennis. mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Voltron. Well, no, not Voltron. We are useless debates in pop culture, a weekly or we at least try to be podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. By no means the a land internet thing. strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role, Tombstone, Tombstone, or best movie soundtrack, American Graffiti, or the most successful former boy band member, JT, then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week we ate your cues with our mailbag or you know talk about whatever yeah, no big whoop no no big whoop at all so that's what were they thinking you can catch us on podbean youtube itunes google play stitcher and more uh, also a ton of platforms that brendan made up Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com. Slash soup complex, but our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. <laughs> oh, those were the best commercials we've ever had. Best. You listen to all those podcasts and buy all of those products. Woo! And while you're buying stuff, check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash E-I-L-F-M. Uh, let's see. Fun facts. Fun oh, wait. Facts. Before that, what am I doing? 
We need a beer. I'm so parched. What do we got here? Oh, we have another awesome growler from uh, from Hopsy. Ooh, and this one comes from uh, Hermitage Brewing Company in San Jose, California. It's their Maltopia, a 9% ABV Wee Heavy. Yes. I am excited for this. All right. He's peeling the plastic off the top of our mini growler here. Oh 32 gosh. ounces of deliciousness. Yeah. Get it. Get it. You can there do it. Go. Peel yeah. it open. Fingernails would probably help, but there we go. I have fingernails. Do you oh, need to borrow it's, them? It's off now. Wow. All right. I'm popping the top. Oh, my top. <laughs> Never gets old. Yeah, the pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. So this is a uh, nice brown, surprisingly clear. Got a little bit of haze, but surprisingly clear beer. Mm. Smells super malty. It's got kind of a, mm, like a light khaki colored head. Lots of tiny little bubbles. Steve's going in for a sip. Ooh. Yeah. Very smooth. And then they got like the roasty notes. Uh, a little bit of caramel in there. Ooh, yeah. more full, Definitely yeah. more full bodied than our dark ale. And yeah. More caramely yeah, it, than our dark ale. Yeah, it's basically like a double version of our dark ale. Like it's... I think Very this similar. is more caramely. The other one was definitely yeah. drier. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's definitely more, more uh, sweetness, I guess, and stuff to it too. Yeah, but does not taste yeah. like nine percent. No, this that's is a dangerous. Nine percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, Steve, do you have any fun facts or super fun facts? Because fun, fun facts. I do. Uh, not a whole lot, but uh, you know, I already mentioned one about uh, the the original script with it being the mother and son thing. Um, but advertisements for this movie were canceled in Wisconsin. Why was that, Steve? Uh, because in around 91? the around the same time there was the Jeffrey Dahmer killings. Oh. And the movie about body parts and Ooh. such. And serial um, killers. And serial killers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another fun fact: uh, body parts is very similar to a 1971 episode of the Night Gallery titled. The Hand of Borgus Weems. That is a good fucking episode. Yes, yes it is. But I like The Night Gallery. A lot of people don't. I did. Yeah. I mean, the few episodes I've seen, I, I definitely liked. And now, oh, uh, that's yeah. all the fun facts I have, but our friends with the Castaways, Movie Pod Squad, Potter and Family, and all of our wonderful fans out there sent in some questions. Woo! And we got some answers. Oh, yeah. Uh, this first one, I'm going to leave up to you. Okay. Uh, it comes from Brant with Home Video Hustle. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys are the scripters and uh, script writers and got to make this work. What's the sequel to Face Off? We <gasps> already kind of talked about this back in our full-length commentary, which, again, if you're a Patreon, you can go back and listen to the full thing. Um, do you have any ideas you'd like to share for a sequel to face off because i sure do oh you don't go for it honey so this really isn't emphasized enough at the end of that movie mm -hmm. sean archer is raising the son of caster troy yeah yeah he so is. when caster so the the son of caster troy has been raised by Let's just say fucking lunatics for the first 10 years of his yeah. life. And then the man who murders his father yes. raises him. Yes. Now, I would also like to point out that Castor Troy also slept with Sean Archer's wife. Yes. And in a yes. sequel... You know where this is going. She may have been pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that Sean Archer now has two children? 
Father yes. by Castor Troy. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, this is going to be good. And so this is 10, 12 years in the future, let's say. And uh, the eldest one, what's his name? Adam? Yes. He's 22 or whatever. He's uh, getting a little run-in with the law and stuff. He's super smart, super one-linery, super the Nicholas Cagey. And the little one would only be 12. Exactly. But but you know wants to be like his big brother and there's only oh, one yeah. man that can take down the criminal masterminds of i guess adam archer and young sterling archer maybe i don't know <laughs> whoever the 12 year old's name is and it's the man that brought caster troy down the first time maybe the little one's a girl and, and since we had caster and Holtz, <gasps> we've adam and eve yes <laughs> write this shit down yes coming next week <laughs> face off again oh oh but how do we Ooh, how do we do the switching faces? How do we work that in? Mm. Ooh, that'll be the surprise. When yes. We work this out in post. So, what do you think, Brent? It's awesome. Oh, uh, I love this idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next uh, question comes from What Were They Thinking at WWTT Podcast? Cast the worst possible choices for an Expendables type movie. Not necessarily bad actors, just woefully miscast ones. Ooh. Okay. So we're doing, wait, we're doing Avengers, you said? Uh, no. Uh, like like, like uh, an Expendables type Expendables movie. Expendables type movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, see, I've always wanted a movie where I've got Willem Dafoe as the love interest. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you know I, I feel like we're, I'm going to have to work that into here somewhere. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like a movie, uh, essentially it's like the TV series Friends, mm-hmm. but <laughs> instead of okay. good looking people, it's like. Willem Dafoe, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> and... Uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, yes. Excellent <laughs> choice. And then for the ladies, it's uh, Taya Leone. Um, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. And, um, ooh, the MMA fighter who just lost. Who Ronda lost, Rousey. And Ronda Rousey. Oh, my God. So little personality. <laughs> uh, I like it. Ah. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so what I'm thinking is, uh, so, like, Danny Trejo's, like, a paleontologist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, we got Willem Dafoe. Let's see, he'll be Chandler, so he's just, like, in IT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nicolas Cage is, like, Joey. He just kind of shows up and does the one-liners. He just, he just and... shows up, eats a sandwich, and does one-liners? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he's a struggling actor. Yes. In New York. Ooh, but oh, we're going to put it in, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. Because if yeah. we want Nicolas Cage to be That's a part true. of it. Yeah. And they're just looking for love. <laughs> right. <laughs> With a special guest spot by Elizabeth Shue, just to bring some class. No, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have to have a, a chick with personality in this. Indeed. <laughs> uh, oh, Elizabeth Shue can be our Phoebe. Oh, there we go. I yeah. like it. I like it. Uh, uh, next one comes from the Besotted Geek podcast. What's your favorite movie genre? Ooh, I like monster movies. I am a monster movie fan. They're not all great, but like a good monster movie, like just really rings my bell. As long as that monster isn't a spider or Elijah Wood, right? It's true. <laughs> I, uh. You I, like action movies. I like, I love stupid action movies. Uh, not, you know, stupid action movies. Oh, you love stupid ones too. I, I really do. Like fucking like Stone Cold and Lethal Weapon, all the Cobra. Mm-hmm. Uh, death wish yeah any uh, uh, action 
<laughs> like, like, like that is 80s is kind of action. Yeah, Vengeance do movies. Do Vengeance movies count as a Martial genre? arts movies. Like, it's mm-hmm. all kind of subsects of action, but yeah, that's definitely... You also like... like father-son movies you've got a soft spot for as long as they don't make me movies. cry yes no <laughs> <laughs> especially if they make you cry Ooh, and all right so one more here uh, we'll save the others for next time but this comes from the boondoggle kind of goes in with the last one if you had to take a movie and rewrite it under a polar opposite genre without changing too many main plot points of the original film which movie would you flip and how would it go? You already know which movie I'm going to flip. What's that, sweetie? I'm going to flip San Andreas. I'm going to use the exact same script, except for it's from anyone else's point of view, where The Rock steals needed gunny. emergency equipment for a natural disaster for his own selfish reasons. Where The Rock is a supervillain? And also crashes a plane into Oakland. <laughs> And drives a boat over many, many people just struggling yeah, to survive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming next week. No, anyway. Um, what would you do, honey? Um, let's see. Ooh, actually, okay, I got one. Uh, in the early 90s, there was a movie called Pretty Woman <gasps> that was originally shot to be fairly more adult and creepy. Mm. I would use the same footage. Mm-hmm. Of course, a little bit of a different score and probably a different director like David Fincher. Yeah. And would instantly turn that movie into like a fucking gritty underworld, like <laughs> just dark, like, like leaving Las Vegas. He's pulled into a maybe, world he doesn't understand. Maybe a slight like American psycho edge to it. Oh, I got Richard it. Gear. Yeah. We let David Lynch recut it. Oh, God. Blue Velvet style. Ugh. Same exact footage, but he gets to use any of his own music and recut it. I like it. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's save a lunch up, too. Being fucking crazy. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you for your questions. Hopefully they were uh, mildly entertaining. Um, And, of course, all throughout this month, uh, we actually have a nice little contest that's going on here. Uh, We had some extra goodies from uh, Japan. Japan! and we really appreciate your feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we really appreciate your feedback on iTunes. We do, and um, five happens to be our favorite number. Totally is. Uh, Steve loves five so much, they give him such boners. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so we have a nice little collection of little things from Japan. I'll be sending uh, pictures out on the social media here shortly. Um, but if you would like to be entered into winning this wonderful prize package. And making my husband too messed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just be sure to uh, drop us a little review and uh, take a picture of the review, of course, and uh, hit us up on Twitter by direct message at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Um, and then you'll be entered in a little raffle and we'll send you a nice little care package. Yeah, stuff from Japan. There's stuff from the Cup Noodle Museum. There's stuff from the Godzilla store. That's right. Uh, There's the something from a Gotcha Pokemon bags. Center. Yeah. Yeah, something from the Gotcha Gotcha machine, which for those of you who don't know is basically the coolest like toy vending machines in the world. They're like the capsule machines. Yeah, and we'll be uh, announcing the winner during our year end spectacular. Ooh. Uh, which is coming, of course, at the end of the year here in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the end of the year as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so until then, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night.